Welcome back to the Stadium Journey Podcast. While the cat is away, the mice will podcast. Stadium Journey is the worldwide leader in information and recommendations for the sports traveler. Check out the website at stadiumjourney.com. It's new. It's improved. It's pretty excellent. Thousands of reviews, thousands of venues. Well, we're getting there anyway. Uh, once we once we get all that college baseball done, then there'll definitely be thousands. Multiple leagues, multiple countries, Stadium Journey's got it all. Join us for the Stadium Journey podcast. We record twice a month on Tuesdays. It can be viewed live on danlaw.tv or on the Stadium Journey YouTube channel. The audio version, which is perfect for the car or the AirPods or whatever you got, that can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else where you can find uh, find podcasts. The back catalog can be found at HIACTalkRadio.com. So you can find all of those previous podcasts that we had with our current guest. So the team is back today, but cool cat Paul Baker is out at UMass Dartmouth doing some conference basketball tournament PAing. Uh, he checked in at halftime. Uh, UMass Dartmouth was up like 36 to 11. It was pretty ugly. So go Cors- Corsairs. Uh, but you can follow him at PuckmanRI, especially if you're looking for the final score later on. Mark Viquez is with us, and you can find him at Ballpark Hunter. The producer and all-around happy guy, Dan Colachico, is here, and you can follow him at DanLaw83. And I am today's Pinch It host, Dave Cotney. You can follow me at ProFan9. So, recently, we needed to come up with a reason to invite this longtime friend <laughs> back to the podcast. So we created a fictitious account that the Arena Football League is returning so we could bring back Tim Capper. Welcome back, Tim. Hey, I'm glad to be back, guys. Found a way to get me on, whether it be yeah. the Arena. Hey, oh, hey Tim, remember a couple of months ago when I asked if the AFL was coming back? We were, we were both like, no, yeah. no. <laughs> so just to make uh, everything clear, no, I didn't float that out. We at Stadium Journey didn't float out. float I that did. out. This is legitimate ish i guess uh <laughs> there's a website with bio there's a, and everything there's a website there's some uh twitter activity out there there's a, an amazing podcast interview by uh tim capper on arenafan.com uh which i enjoyed and you had on the commissioner commissioner lee a hutton i had to look his name up there because i totally <laughs> forgot it uh and actually great interview uh lots of good questions so tim what can you tell us what do you what do you know arena football league i'll be honest with you it's when that announcement the official announcement came out on february 1st i i think like like you dave we were all just surprised we're like where the hell did this come from (laughs) um and supposedly they had a soft launch in vegas in september and they have pictures on their on their website too and i'm like wait where, where was the hype yeah uh, maybe i get because it was a soft launch how come i wasn't invited oh, that's the thing man <laughs> i mean if you saw the pictures you'd understand why i mean it would look like it was fun but i guess that people were schmoozing they're bringing in potential owners and 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 money managers and and the like so but it looks like it's they're they're claiming it's going to be 16 teams with a 10 week regular season schedule, two weeks of uh, 
uh, the playoffs. And we did confirm on the podcast that, yes, it will be the Arena Bowl championship played. So and I think they're going to start right after the draft. The NFL draft. And go 10 weeks from there. And how does that compare to where they left off? As far as what? I mean, how many games were how many games were they playing? Ten or twelve last, right? Um, yeah, they didn't go to the maximum. They had eighteen at one point. I think it was like fourteen. I think it was fourteen. I think it was fourteen. Okay, so a little bit, a little bit smaller playing window there, and yeah, but yeah, I think it's a smaller window. But if you think about it, you it might be a plus that you might actually be able to, to pay these guys more. But I mean, it's. I get, it's it's something that we'll have to see. I, I it's there's so little information out yeah. there. I mean, the commissioner was you know it was, it was 12 games by the way. The last season was 12 games. Yeah, okay. 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 games. That's like 1991 season. 10 games from what I remember. Yeah, so. those are the early days. Exactly. Yeah, er, the early early days when yeah, you had early, about early. eight teams. But uh, yeah, I think 10 games is not bad. I I do think 16 teams is sort of a ambitious project. Uh, I love the Arena Football League, but I'm sure just like you and everybody else that has a little bit of a history with the league, a little skepticism, correct? Cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Been... Oh, okay. Cautiously optimistic. <laughs> I've been as... using that the entire time. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, yeah, I mean, you want this to go right. You don't want yeah. them to say, hey, 16 teams, and then they fold halfway into the season. Yeah, we don't we don't want an AF situation, no. right? Like an no, a, no, a, 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 no, no. Yeah. No, and we don't want some of those fly-by-night ones that come up and say, hey, yeah, here, come and try out. And then they basically are leaving the players high and dry and stuff yeah. like that. And no, no, like that, that's too much that's what, we that. were, that's what I was trying to get across with some of the questioning to the commissioners because, um, as you guys know, the fan base for arena football is just absolutely bonkers. I mean, it's just the people that came out of the woodwork. And when Adam Scheffner originally put out the tweet, for them to be able to use him as a – basically as a as a mouthpiece i mean we were talking like 1.5 2 million uh unique uh views alone on that on his tweet that's that's no fly by night stuff especially to use him as your as your mouthpiece to to make the announcement so yeah i i i listened to your interview it was amazing how uh you know you could talk to a guy for an hour and I think after I, I I finished listening, I was like, "What did he say? <laughs> <laughs> what What did I not know? I mean, a, a couple little details, and and of course, I was like, you know, I, I I did go in with my eyes open, going, you know, he's not going to list off a roster of, of teams that are coming or owners that are locked in or anything like that. He's still surprised us though by not by dropping New Orleans. Yeah, so. That that I found interesting when when asked about you know historical arena football uh, markets and whatnot, and I mean I'm probably thinking of the same spots that you are, and he's dropping New Orleans, and I'm like, huh? I look at, had, look at yeah, but I look at this, the history this, though. Look had the, the Scooby Doo thing going on there, and <laughs> it was it was not like if I was to say, you know, who do you, who do you really want? which teams do you really want i i don't think i would have picked new orleans it just it, maybe eventually it just would not have jumped out at me 
I guess just different analytics that they that they've been touting and stuff like that. I mean, it. it, it I think of one of the few franchises uh, before uh, they had to be shut down the first time because of Katrina. They drew really, really well. They really, okay. really did. It was done right. I mean, it's when they came back the second time. It really wasn't. The, really wasn't the same. But um, when they were owned by. Uh... By Benson. Tom Benson and his group. Well, ben, yeah, Benson's group did an amazing job. That that's why they put two, uh, the uh, two of the original four neutral site games there, uh, arena bowls there. So it's you know, and he dropped a, a little nugget there too, talking about when it came to a workman's comp. And to me, I hear that. To me, that knocks off so many historical teams right there because you think of okay no no places where they're having problems with workman's comp takes out california so think of all the all the you know all the old school teams that were in california alone so can we backtrack that and and maybe like can you explain what that whole deal is because i i i'm feeling in the dark on the workman's comp deal okay i'm not 100 percent on it but i know that when, when it comes to certain states in certain states uh workman's compensation you know when you get hurt and and, and, and insurance wise it's through the roof in california okay and these teams have to pay it you know, okay. so it's I think that's one of the main reasons why that there are some issues when it comes to workman's comp. I think Florida, it's not as bad. New York State, it's not as bad. But there are still issues when it comes to workman's mm-hmm. comp. I mean, okay. enough to prevent expansion into Tampa Bay coming back or trying to persuade Orlando to leave the uh, National Arena League. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would not be surprised. We're going to see at least some 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 vintage teams from florida i wouldn't be and no it's not gonna be the miami hooters um or the or the florida bobcats so go ahead ahead and subtract your teams there from the jacksonville tampa orlando i mean that okay so so let's go there so who do you think is out there and still operating and maybe has a name that that arena fans would would uh recognize who do you think and, and pure speculation who do you think is going to leave where whatever league they're in now and and come back home? I, I don't pure speculation, and I don't see that it can't be a coincidence. Where's the new league office? Phoenix. No oh, Rattlers. So <laughs> that leads me to believe that it would be the Arizona Rattlers. Okay. Okay. But again, it could be just pure coincidence. Yeah, and and they're. One of the teams that left the Arena Football League to join the IFL. Right. Uh, I believe this is their 31st consecutive season in operation. Mm-hmm. So definitely they're doing something right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So it's it's hard to – you want to break up the, the U.S. because we did confirm that right now, unless something changes, it's going to be all 16 teams in the United States. Nothing in Canada, nothing in Mexico. Um. You just got to, how would you divvy up the teams in, you know, in each division, eight in each division where you have some, some old school names, you know, some returning names, but I mean, it's, uh, I love, you know, again, I'd love to see a team up here in Canada, but I don't, I don't mm-hmm. see it happening anytime soon, but I mean, it's, yeah. I think he mentioned Toronto also and a specific Toronto Raptor. I don't remember who it was off the top of my head, but. Uh, Chris Humphreys. Yeah. Chris yeah, Kardashian. Chris Kardashian. So <laughs> he's got some money. 
Yeah. Later. But on. W- this is another thing too, and, and well, I'll pivot to that in a minute. Is is talking about the money and how Canada actually is involved with this new league. It just it, it blowed my it just blows my mind. Um, but l- let me put the question to you guys: Who would you want to have back of any of the vintage teams? The uh, New-, New England Steamrollers. I'm like, yeah, okay. Why not? <laughs> hey, r- r- right in Providence for um, yeah, exactly a certain Paul Baker to to witness. You put him in, put him in Boston too, if you wanted. Yeah, Boston. But, uh, I, I'm I'm gonna. I mean, I'd love to see the Phantoms come back, of course, because it's easy. But I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with the War on I four. That would be that was something. I else. think that's really huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they could pull that off and bring and bring back the Tampa Bay Storm. And bring back the uh, Orlando Predators. I don't know if either of those entities actually exist anymore. The Predators uh, do. And even predators if you could, do. even if you could take it like to that next step, because I Is think the Jacksonville us? Sharks were pretty successful, uh, and I think They're they might around. still be kicking yeah. around. Yeah, Orlando and Jacksonville are in the National Arena League, uh, which uh, has seven teams right now. They've been operating. For a while, I don't know how they're doing financially or attendance-wise. I don't know if it's like I remember there was a time in Orlando when the Predators would sell out, and it was like the thing to do. I don't know what the atmosphere is like anymore for a Predators game. I mean, we're romanticizing about it, but how cool would it be to have Tampa Bay and Orlando back in mm-hmm. the War on I four? I'd be up for that as well. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and I'd be up for the Albany Firebirds coming back. The Albany Firebirds, not the Empire. We know the Empire owner said he has he has no interest in leaving the current league he's in. But by the way, he says that you do know that it's the same ownership group. Yeah, as as Orlando and another team, I think, right? Oh, that's yeah. There is yeah, there is there is ownership. Yeah, Orlando. I I can't think of the other name. If I was if I was to pick four, I'd pick the 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 two in Florida, the War on I four. I would have said Arizona, and I would have said San Jose. Now, Sabercats. That might be because uh, the commissioner said that there are some markets that you might expect, and maybe that's what you're alluding to. Is that you know maybe the Sabercats are not are not uh, all that plausible. Um, but I thought wasn't there? I thought I saw something about their longtime coach uh, come up. Darren, Darren Arbet. Yeah. Yeah, he's coaching for the IFL team in San Jose. Oh, yeah, okay. the Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I thought his name was kind of linked to this somehow some way. It but... was originally. Okay. He and I don't know how much of how connected he really is, but uh Arbet was a part of the whole bankruptcy team that bought the that bought the league out of bankruptcy and I guess certain things have changed hands and stuff like that because Originally, when they launched their website, the League Watch launched a new website. Uh, anybody, the AFL dot com. There were some old some videos there, and Darren was part of them. Okay. So Co- Coach had Coach Arbet had. You no, know, I, I I had spoken with Coach Arbet too. Him and I had, had conversed back and forth about certain things, and but. Yeah, it's I don't know how where he's involved. I don't know how because remember uh, uh, the Fry family was involved in it also. You know, those right. are the those they are the, were the owners. owners. Yeah, those are the owners for the Saber Cats. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of speculation, anyways, because if you've been if you follow 
it's like trying to follow the money. And, and this is interesting. And the commissioner mentioned this, and I actually knew this. I thought this was, this was pretty, it psyched me out is that one of the money groups is actually based out of Toronto and that's force force one um, marketing, some, uh, something like that. F1 marketing, isn't it? Uh, well, they, I, I yeah, yeah. I, well, I think it's like Force One, something, something. And, and anyways, we don't know. Yeah, I should <laughs> know. To, I, I, yeah. I mean, I should know, I, but I know I, they're. I, I know they're based out of Toronto. That I do know. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Um, that's what had me thinking maybe we were going to get a team. Um, but Force One Capital. Thank you. There we go. Force One Capital. Oh, uh, okay. So we. Yeah. But there was also another silent partner. There's another money man. And this, we don't know who he is. He, him, the group, him, he, she, whoever. We don't know who they. it is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there, there's, there seems to be money. Well, that's what but, you need. Please yeah, tell but, us it's not Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. Paul yeah, Stanley. I, see, I seriously doubt that. <laughs> well, I was going to ask. Vince Neal. If we're not getting the L.A. kiss, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, great documentary. I, I love watching that, but it, yeah, it, I don't think that's going to happen. I still see their carpet. It's kind of funny. Some of these old Arena Football League, their carpets are like repurposed. Yep. Sometimes you can make out the outline, and and they, I don't know where their carpet is, but you can make out the outline because the center logo was in shape of a guitar pick. Mm -hmm. Somebody has it. I don't know who has it, but I was should watching. We, it. Should we take anything away from the website pictures, which? show the washington valor the baltimore brigade the philadelphia soul i most in my current pictures yeah i don't in my opinion i don't think so i think that's they have they own the rights to these photos and to these I, teams so but why I know why these I know pictures dan there's no albany uh, picture dave i know for a fact <laughs> that uh, the former owner of the philly soul didn't even, or one of the owners, majority, had no idea this was even happening. So I know no. they're not involved. Yet. 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 Yes. As of last week when I asked um, this person. He's got connections. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, yeah. Didn't even know I had about say, if anybody remembers who, who was in the ownership group, then. <laughs> are, you, you just, are, you, are you holding out on us, Dan? It's like, not the one you think. It's the other guy that had less money. Your buddies okay. with Bon Jovi and no, I don't even, no, 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 no. I think yeah. I think Dan, you mentioned it to me at one point, so I think I know you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he, he, mm -hmm. he, his name ends with a vowel. What can I yeah. say? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Tony Vivano. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Get three some, syllables uh, and a, three syllables and a vowel. You know, get some gobble I'll tell you a story later. Woke up this morning, got some. Yeah, but um. You know, like like what teams would you want? Like I, when this first came out, I heard the Cleveland Gladiators. You know, uh, love to see them back. You know, then would you want to see a team in Pittsburgh? I live in Indianapolis. We're building a. They're, well, I'm not building. They're building a new arena down the street, right on the suburbs, eight thousand seater. Put a team in Indianapolis, even though it wasn't highly successful the last time I was here. No. So, you know, what markets do you go to? Do you go to your major markets? Do you go to your medium? Because I just don't want to see anybody playing out of like a three thousand seat venue or a venue where uh, you know it's past its prime and the scoreboard doesn't work. 
AFL always did a great job of presentation. When you went to a game, you had a clean carpet, you had a professional game day experience. That can't be said for some of these other leagues and some of the venues they played in. Uh, I, I don't know what markets, you know, I'm kind of guessing major big time markets or, or a little bit of a mix. I I would go, and I, I'd always said this before, when trying to think of, and still staying major league, but being fan friendly, not necessarily being a bus league, but being fan friendly. And I'll give an example. Uh, let's say, uh, let, let's use Albany, Philly, and I'll just throw Montreal in there and yeah. New York and Long Island. Those four cities alone right there, you can travel within with no problems. Yeah, that's a great, great plan. Great. That's division. what I, that's what I would think. Mm-hmm. So if you were to do Midwest, you can bring in Milwaukee, you can bring in Chicago, you can bring in uh, Iowa, and you can bring in Detroit. Detroit, as an example, right there. Those are some long cities that have long histories in arena football. Mm-hmm. So is that what they're going to go for? You have you have great, you have modern. I think most of them have modern modern arenas. Yeah, Des Moines. Uh... And again, it's I think that's what you need to do. You're bringing back a, a mix of old and new, so to speak. I wouldn't be surprised if you have. And this is just a guess. I wouldn't be surprised if there are four new cities that we've never seen before. Because do you mm-hmm. really want to? I mean, they're having all this stuff in Vegas, by the way. Do you really want to have a team in Vegas again? For the, <laughs> or for the fourth time? There's been quite a bit of Vegas teams. In the AFL? No. Yeah. I, I don't. It's going to be lost. There's so much yeah. going on. So much it's going on there like now. Any, it's not like any team in Vegas blew, blew us out of the water yeah. as being overly successful. Yeah, and the well, one in the, the IFL Henderson one only draw, uh, they only hold it, arena only holds what, 10? That's big enough, right? Or, or, guess, or that's another thing. Do you want 10? Because... Wasn't there a rule? It had to be at one time. Had to be ten thousand seats or more. Was that part of the AFL at one time? They're they're thinking. Well, that was kind of how you delineated like which teams were good and which teams weren't. Mm-hmm. Is the ones that ones that brought in like ten thousand. I remember like when the Phantoms were around. You know, they were in the bottom echelon of attendance because they were drawing like six or seven, whereas. Tampa and Orlando and Arizona and San Jose, they were all driving, drawing well over 10. Yeah. It's, well, you, 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 can't, you can't have a third or fourth tier team. A Toronto team would not play at the Air Canada. Not, what is not Air Canada? I'm calling it the Air Canada Center. It's not the Air Canada Center. Bank. They would play over at, uh, what it, it's not Rico anymore either. Coca-Cola the Center? Coca-Cola Center. Yeah, Maybe. They, and they couldn't even play there. It's not like the ceiling's not high enough. Oh. What about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What and about all, all these... those other junior hockey arenas? Is, or is it, they're too small. Well, they all popped. All these new ones have popped up. I mean, what, what's the new one that just popped up? Well, I thought it was new. The one That'd in Gatineau, Gatineau, Quebec. Oh, and get, yeah, the, the, oh, Centre Slush Puppies. Yeah, the Slush, slush puppy. Puppies. Yeah, the slush, slush Puppies. puppies. There you go. There's your name, the Slush Puppies. Yeah. Guarantee it'll be be selling hot merchandise. So, yeah, so you think four new cities. So I know Seattle's never had an arena football league mm-hmm. team. There you and go. they have a brand new venue, which I think is ideal. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps to, to yeah. jump in finally. That, bring back Spokane. 
because Spokane was a monster. Yeah. Spokane, Even though they yeah. only held held like eleven thousand yeah. at the yeah, they stock, were. at the arena. But still. Uh Portland, eh. But I mean it's I wouldn't be surprised if there's four new teams. Mm-hmm. I think but, there's a really important piece to this, and that's the timing. So if they're gonna start after the draft, you're looking at June, right? When's when's the NFL draft? May. Late May. I think so it's, you're looking at I think it's May. Yeah. You're looking at June, July, August. And I think this was one of the things that made the Arena League successful to begin with is you're attacking your arenas at a point where they're dark. And all of these cities, teams, or whatever, they're not going to charge premium rent for these dark times because they're not going to get anything else. You know, maybe maybe someplace like a Toronto is going to have like concert after concert after concert in the summer. But, you know, once the playoffs for hockey and basketball are done, then there's nothing. There's no events going on. And I think that's what one of the things that really built the success of the league is that they had access to these arenas mm-hmm. when nothing else was going on. Yeah. No, you're, yeah, you're right. Especially in the early nineties when minor league baseball was not where it is today. Fans were able to come in and see a game for about two, two and a half hours in air condition and get behind this sort of kind of cool nineties uh, type of football. Uh, so yeah, you're competing against, you know, minor league baseball now in some cities. I, I don't know what that dynamic would look like. But there's a lot of people who don't like baseball and would rather spend their time watching some football. And I, I mean, me personally, I felt the death of the league started when they moved, when they moved. Yes. uh, With the NBC deal. February, which I don't blame them. Well, I mean, but they were competing. They were competing. Not only are you competing on television, but you're competing for arena times, right? Like, I think that was probably the the final nail for the Phantoms is that, well, now they're going to yes. compete with the Raptors for time and the Leafs for time and, and you know, the lacrosse team or the Rock. whatever, whatever concerts you're going to have. Yeah. And it's not Good just, luck. I mean, we got to remember, it's not just, you know, you just slide in. Like there's a whole turnover that has to happen for all of these events. You know, you got to get your staff to to turn the facility over. Uh, change it from basketball to lacrosse or from hockey to football or whatever. And I I thought that was kind of the beginning of the end. So, but that's, that was my opinion. Do you agree with that, Tim? Well, for the Phantoms, there's more, uh, there's yeah. more to the Phantoms. Well, there's no, that, I mean I, like, but in general. Oh, in general. Yeah. You can't be third or fourth tier. There's no way. There's no way you, you can't, but um. NBC helped the league more than I think people think. Uh, I think because it was NBC, I think it was because the, you know, the years of Bon Jovi and stuff like that. I think that that helped them be able to get those extra, extra times. Toronto was never on during, as far as I remember, they were never on NBC. The only time that they were, no, they, they were on was uh, TNN. Cause they, they, um, their last year was the year before that move. Yeah. So right. they were on TNN and that was, there was during the playoffs. They never had a regular season game yeah. at home. Yeah. No, I, I think I think that was one of the discussion points when, well, do we keep going for one more year or whatever? And like, well, you know, uh... you can't you can't do it on a Thursdays. I'm sorry, yeah. CFL, okay, <laughs> but you can't with, with arena. You can't do it on Thursday nights. Yep. And this is somebody who traveled from Montreal to see them play. I'd miss most of the second season. 
because Thursday nights. Yeah. So, but I, I think another one of the things I think that was an, an interesting, which can play play into it a little bit, is that the commission also brought up for arenable they're thinking of going back to neutral site games. Hmm. I'm on the fence about this one. I don't know what you guys think about neutral site games in general. I mean, Super Bowl aside. You know, the IFL has done it, did it for the first time this year and gave it the most horrible championship names I've ever seen in my life. Um, but what do you guys think about neutral sites? I mean, the league had six initially, two in Vegas, two in New Orleans, one back in New Orleans. I'm I trying mean, to remember off the top I, of my head. Yeah, I I like neutral site for planning, but I mean, is the arena football that big to to do something like that? Because let's say, you know, let's just say the Tampa Bay Storm are going to host. I mean, I'd rather have the home base there, mm-hmm. especially if they're playing Orlando or you know any city that's drawing well. You know, yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't think the arena football league is there yet to do neutral sites, and I don't know if they're quite there back in the day to do that. I know they were trying to, you know, I remember they had like Dallas in the Eastern division, which was kind of weird. They were trying to be like the NFL, but no, I'm, I'm for the team with the best record at the end of the playoffs to, to be the host. Yeah. I, I went to arena bowl once it was sold out. It was in Cleveland. Was that, was that new? Yeah. Okay. That wasn't, it neutral. wasn't a neutral site. There it was Cleveland, go. Arizona. And it, it was, was funny. And it was great. Have we talked about this before? Cause I, obviously I was there. I didn't even know you were there. No. I don't know. It was a blowout. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, Cleveland. Yes, it was. But hey, former we had a New time. Jersey Gladiators. We had a good time. So, um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I'm, I'm with you, Mark. I don't. I'm, I'm kind of leaning the other way. I mean, I've watched it. I've watched things like in Canadian university sports. I've watched how the neutral site has deteriorated things. Right. So. You know, look at the look at the Vanier Cup, which has really kind of fallen off to the point where, like this past year, instead of playing in at, at, at Tim Hortons Field or at Rogers Center, they played in London at Western. And and you know, if the wrong team is if the wrong team, you know, makes it, or you know, like the home team doesn't make it, suddenly there's like thousands and thousands of tickets on the market and whether or not it's sold out is one thing what does that atmosphere look like on television if a third of the people who bought tickets aren't showing up sounds like sounds like new orleans the uh the, the second the third time they went to new orleans for the arena bowl it was it was horrible don't don't believe don't believe the attendance you see listed <laughs> okay in any way, well, shape, okay, or form. Wait, we got to be on our best behavior. The 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 king cat is back. Did you guys win? Don't don't change anything because of me. Yeah, yeah. The game just ended. We ended up winning our quarterfinal match by twenty two. So it was actually our closest game against this team all season. So wow. So we move on to the Terrible. semifinals. Against, <laughs> uh, semifinals against Rhode Island College on Thursday. Are you going? Um, actually, no, because I've got credential to, uh, to go visit the brand new UConn hockey arena on Thursday night. So that's where I'll be. All right. 
Oh, you but yeah, here's, uh, we're in the basement. We're in the bowels of the Trip Athletic Center in Dartmouth, Massachusetts. Okay. Well, well, Mark's already put in uh, put in for you to get your uh, New England Steam Wheelers back for Arena for Football. When they... Mark's Mark's put in to get the the New England Steam Rollers. Was it Steam Rollers or Steam rollers. Wheelers? Or... Steam Wheelers is Quad City. Steam Rollers. Absolutely, one of the classic nicknames of all time, the Steam Rollers. Absolutely. <laughs> I second that motion, Mark. That's okay. Mark's talking at us without having his mic on or whatever, and we're not hearing anything he's saying. <laughs> yeah, we're still not hearing him. All right. <laughs> no, no. I was the funny oh, thing is, is watching a, uh, on YouTube a nineteen eighty eight game of the LA Cobras and the New England Steamrollers from uh, the Providence Civic Center and. Uh, they had these really nice orange uniforms, and LA had these nice uh, yellow and blue. And it's like, yeah, that'd be that'd be fun to have New England, a Providence team back. So yeah, they only lasted one year, though. I think. Yeah, just just nineteen eighty eight. But when the league was, I mean, I thought that's. I was so curious about that league back then, and and then it just kind of blew up and it went a different direction. Uh, but part of me, you know, still still misses it. I miss the rebound nets. I I think that's such an excellent feature for the league. Uh, obviously, other indoor football leagues could use that. Is that correct? They just don't. The NAL has decided to use them this year. Oh, so they're going to have them. Nice. All right. Yeah. So does that mean you're going to watch? It, to me, it's still not a. Re- yeah. I know what I've always said that if you don't have the rebound nets, you're not a arena football. Yes. If you're not called the Arena Football League, you're not Arena uh, Football. Uh, I see. He's, he's changing the. He's changing the post there. He's changing. Stubborn. The... <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah, because like those goofy field goal posts that they have in the in the IFL, they they just look so cheap and just really. It's like, come on, get rid of these these shrinky dink goal posts. Those rebound nets were awesome. They added such a, a unique take on the game. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Same so, with and football too. So we'll touch on that later. So Tim, we got we got the NFL, mm-hmm. we got the CFL, yeah. we got the XFL. Oh yeah, we got the USFL. Yeah, we got all of these other arena <laughs> leagues that I don't really count. And now we're going to have the Arena Football League. Where are all these players coming from? I think it's funny. The commissioner said in our interview that the football market is not saturated my i was like i i listened to his answer but i still kind of disagreed because i think there can be a, yes there can be too much football um the question is if the arena football league comes back how many of these other indoor leagues are going to go away yeah. and i don't know that this is what's happening that they're going to take over the NAL. They're going to take over the IFL. I, I That's that's not what I'm saying, but if you're taking in a lot of these old school, if you're bringing back a lot of these old school teams, you know, you, the, the, you know, the Rattlers are a franchise, are one of the main franchises of the IFL. You know? So, how many of the spring leagues are going to going to last? Can can the USFL continue to do hub football? I don't know. 
Well, Dan offered his backyard for the the Philadelphia Stars, and they just they just won't come and play it. And yeah, they haven't. <laughs> Where are they playing in Michigan they this year? They haven't answered right. me, and they and they're keeping the blood clot around or whatever the heck that thing is. Um, I you know you can fit as many people as in my backyard that goes to their games. Uh, and uh, to piggyback off of the mutual site thing, uh, that's why I don't care about the USFL. I don't care if you're not playing in Philly. I have no i I have no invest. I have no vested interest in those games. Yeah, a little bit of a letdown. So let's hope the Arena Football League, you know, has teams in <laughs> in sixteen separate cities. Which Franklin Fields, <laughs> right there. <laughs> I think it'll be sixteen different cities. There's no way. I remember when the league was having some problems back in eighteen, and they were or nineteen, and they were looking at potentially having a a traveling league like they did back in '89. Uh, oh yeah. I, I was for the idea. I think maybe just for nostalgia's sake to keep the league alive, but I don't think it. I don't. It, you 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 can't. Does it matter that the Pittsburgh uh, the Pittsburgh Maulers changed their colors to be the Pittsburgh Steelers, and every other team in Pittsburgh? I don't care. I agree with you. Yeah, and I you like know. those purple and orange colors. I, I I wouldn't have changed it. Change it when but you play in Pittsburgh. If if the if the Rattlers do come. Mm-hmm. Let's say, mm-hmm. um, who, where do they have to put franchises to to make that work? I mean, what? one of the things, one of the things originally that forced the Rattlers to leave is that the travel was was arduous, right? Like they were on an island almost; they were by themselves. But that was no, that was Tampa. That was Tampa. <laughs> but in who could team or seventeen? Where, that was Tampa Bay. Where where are they going to put? Uh, where are they going to yeah. put teams to to make the travel work down there? Especially I think if they're not going to California. I, I think it's going to be what I was what I was suggesting before. I think I think if the the new league ownership group puts their structure where you have uh, teams that are relatively close, if you can find four teams there. I said that's why you could easily have some new teams there if they do put them in the uh, in the Southwest. Oh, I got easily. it easily. I got it. So you got the the Arizona Rattlers, you got the the Glendale, <laughs> you got the Tempe Boa Constrictors and the Scottsdale Garter Snakes. You, you get the two. Got a whole division right there. <laughs> they have enough arenas around Phoenix that they're not using right now, so why not? Yeah, well, I mean, right now, if you look at the IFL, they have a team in Albuquerque. I believe uh, there's a team in Tucson. I want to say Northern Arizona has a team. Yep. Yep. So there are teams there, but yep. could you persuade them to jump? And two, and two of them are owned by Coach Guy and his wife. <laughs> okay. So you have teams out there. You know, Salt Lake is another option. Uh, you're looking at like Albuquerque, you know, would, would be fun. I don't think they've ever had a team out there. Uh, no, not that I recall. So, yeah. And you're right. There's new arenas that have been built since you know the early days, so it could be prime. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see it succeed. I'd like you know definitely want to have Arizona have teams nearby. I don't want them being in a division with like Iowa, Minnesota, and like Sioux City. So oh, the no. Minnesota Fighting Pike. I mean, they could be in the league. I just don't want them to be division rivals with Arizona, <laughs> the Fighting Pike, which that wasn't too successful. I think they just lasted one year. 
But yep. still, like, is there a cooler name? That is a cool name. <laughs> it, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with the cities. Because you want to make sure that you have enough rivalries to make fans want to go to the games. You know, if, if you think about that alone, how, how does the, how does the league, you know, with the two conferences, only 10 games, do you do, if it is four, divi- you know, do you do home and home in each division? There's six. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then the other four are within your division, uh, within your conference, or do you do two and two with the other conference? Yeah, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot to talk about, especially, uh, you know, playoffs, you know, how many teams make the playoffs? Do you have? Eight teams, nine offs. No, well, if it's two, if it's only two weeks, I think it does the math for you. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. And you know, I and I, I just want fans to go to these games and be excited and pay attention to the the football on the field and the the, the post the you know pregame activities. Mm-hmm. You know, just get that nice word of mouth. You know, to uh, create that buzz. Uh, well, if you, if you think about it now, with them potentially n- announcing New Orleans already, think of that division. That could easily be now, if you think of New Orleans, Tampa, Orlando, Jacksonville. There's your South. Sold. Yeah. Or New Orleans, Houston, Dallas. Yeah. Uh, Houston, no, Houston won't. Not no. not with how the Thunder Bears went and the terror. The Thunder Bears. So. <laughs> Yeah, no, or San Antonio Talons in the force. Yeah, there's, oh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. been so oh, Georgia many... too. Yeah, Georgia do well too. But I mean, it's yeah. you want to. Well, if they put a team in a, the Atlanta market, call it Atlanta. I, I never like Georgia as a name. Yeah, I honestly don't think honestly, if they're looking at the different variables and attendance and how well teams did and whether you know Arthur Blank owned the original force or not. You want to go with, with with cities that have done really, really well. And I like, think those those four. Like would Grand Rapids come back? That would be great. That'd be a great market too. Rampage. That was a classic team. Yeah, with them. Grand Rapids, Detroit. Detroit Drive. Would love to see that name resurrected. Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, they had a they had a do we think that medium sized cities might do better than the big cities? I don't know what they're looking at because yeah. And I don't think they're because I know you guys are. T- you had just brought up Mark about you know, the sizes of arenas and stuff like that. I had I had cut off for a couple of seconds, so I didn't hear that part. But I I don't know if they're going to go with a set amount. I didn't. That's one thing maybe I should ask the commissioner because he's talking about you know he wants to have an arena for the neutral site arena bowl that ha- holds the most fans. And I'm thinking you, you can't base your stats off of. 08 and 09 uh, on 07 and 08. New Orleans drew really well. Uh, Vegas, eh? And after that, you got to be careful with how many how many you want to. You can't. He was talking about having a twenty thousand seat arena. I disagree with that. I think it should be maximum eighteen, anywhere between fifteen and eighteen for an arena bowl to to make it, you know, financially feasible to make some money. Dan, can you fit that many in your yard? Uh, yeah. Nothing else out here. He can bring his buddies Bon Jovi and Jaws to come and. It's not Bon Jovi and Jaws. Dan, you can just just shrink them all with those pin particles, and then we can fit as many people as you want in your backyard. 
just Ant Man and Wasp in the uh, in the uh, uh, what's the word quantum realm. That's it. <laughs> yes, the quantum bowl. Yeah, the quantum bowl, the quantum yeah. arena, the arena quantum bowl. There you <laughs> go. So it's I, again. Uh, and I mean, Paul, I don't know if you were able to hear the interview or not. I don't know how, what, what you, what you thought of it. I mean, it's, I think it's just a matter of coming to fruition. We need, we need, we need to have some more announcements. We need to have some cities actually stated. We need, you know, let's get some news out there. Oh, I got it. Atlantic city. Yes. Agreed. 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 Bring that team back whatever they were called blackjacks the blackjacks yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That, review we had i was think that was the last review and yeah, yeah, they reviewed and then then they fell stephen key made, made the trip down there after the arena is so nice i went there twice that year for their opener and for another for another game i, I love yeah, that I, arena and i think that was one of i think many many years ago they used to host some kind of indoor football college game the boardwalk bowl so they mm-hmm. have a little bit of history with uh, football there but yeah atlantic city i didn't think that was going to be successful but it wasn't bad it, if, you know if you believe what they said in the off season that they had uh, an increase of season tickets then yeah. yeah and it was the stadium was i mean the arena wasn't the best the press row was kind of wonky I can see <laughs> what, that. What, what, if you can call it press row everything um, in atlantic city is wonky yeah but that, that was <laughs> So so much nostalgia, just like you know, post game being able to walk around in the arena and, and just it's just so much fun, so much fun event. The only event I was ever at in Atlantic City at Boardwalk Hall that was close to or was a sellout was wrestling WWE. I've been to Boardwalk Bullies games. I've been to uh, AHL games there. Uh, <laughs> it's just so bad and i was kind of excited i'm like i'll go up for a blackjack game and then oops so there's one thing that we haven't talked about and it's maybe it's the biggest piece of the puzzle and that's that's the broadcast part mm-hmm. and i don't i don't recall the commissioner saying anything about about broadcast partners about what his view is I know like the previous iteration, they had this big plan, which maybe was ahead of its time uh, with the with the streaming. But uh, what do you think? What do you think about about broadcast rights? Well, and the all that kind the of commissioner thing? did mention that they have there is a plan in place. I think they said they they've not come to an I'm not, saying not come to an agreement, but. And we didn't expound on that because we, I think we, we knew at that point there's certain things that the, he is. We're either going to get a lawyer answer because if those of you don't know, you know, the commissioner of the AFL is a lawyer. That would that would be what mm-hmm. three in a row now, I think. I think Randall Randall Bow was one, and so was uh, you know Jerry Curtis was never the commissioner, but um, it's yeah I. It depends on what they want to do. I mean, you would think that they would take advantage of it. Go YouTube. I mean, this, these aren't the uh, here. Here's a, here's a real big throwback. I don't, know, I don't know how many of you will catch this. This isn't the days of Nifty TV. 
Nifty TV. Oh boy, Nifty that's a TV. big. Oh, you you get it. You you know, Dan. Please tell me you get the reference. Oh, only only in uh, retro. I know of it now. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it was the first streaming partner of the AFL. Wasn't yeah. on YouTube, and they broadcast. You had a little slider where you could choose whatever game you wanted. <laughs> you know, it was late night. Uh, it was the late night Arena Football Club. Everybody wait, staying up to watch the games out of Hawaii, the AF2 games out of Hawaii. The pictures were horrible, but it was consistent. It was consistent. But you know, these days of YouTube now, where I, I, where else can they go? You're going to go to I, stadium? Yeah, that last year for was, the NFL. I was going to throw this out here, and the only nifty TV, jeez. Wasn't that AFL two or something? But it was. But I think it was. I think it was just the AF two. But I know there was something AF two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think there was something that that happened prior to that for the AFL. It was during the days of the game of, of TNN and OLN and stuff like that. So yeah, see, guys, I know some things. Okay, um. I was just going to throw this out here, and I'm only piggybacking off the fact that uh, the the Premier uh, Hockey Federation gets uh, pretty good. That's what I'm told. Pretty good numbers from ESPN Plus. Maybe, maybe if they get enough hype behind it, that maybe ESPN Plus might be like, you know, maybe we should take a look at this because right now they have uh, the NLL. They got the PHF. They got the NHL. They got uh, uh, other hockey's popping up there. Maybe, maybe ESPN will look to get back in the uh, the off-season football. And since they can't have the USFL or the XFL because they have deals, maybe they try to try to sweeten the pot for the AFL. I'm kind of hoping. Again, this is all hypothetical if Philly's even involved. Because if Philly's not involved, I'm going to be like, eh, well, yeah, that's all not for <laughs> well, me. I, I think one thing to watch for is this developing story of this company that holds Major League Baseball rights that is going bankrupt. And I mean, what they're talking about is is that board cutting is really cutting into these these regional deals for for major for major league baseball. And the problem we're talking Valley, right? Uh, I think so. It, it Valley's Valley one of them. Yeah, yeah. Valley Sports. Valley, I think one they, year and they're because they that that the, used to be Fox. That was the Fox Networks, right? It was yeah, Fox then, Network. Yep. And yeah. then Disney bought Fox, right? So I think they had to sell off all of the little, all the affiliates. And I think the Valley came out of that. Um, but you it's know, not good. One of, one of the interesting pieces this year is going to be, you know, how does major league soccer evolve? That's it. That's who else? Uh, ESPN plus. Sorry, Dave. With their, well, see, that's all going to change now because yeah. major league soccer is all going on Apple TV. Yep. There are, there will be. Oh yeah. One, one game like a game a week kind of that's free. But I mean, to me, it, it it's going to foster like soccer fans already, but 
it's not going to keep that casual fan who's going to used to who's used to flicking around or oh well you know the jays aren't playing on sportsnet tonight but oh toronto fc is so maybe i'll watch that instead you know the soccer fan might go out and get apple tv but is the casual fan going to go out and get apple tv just to watch a few soccer games a year and can like i don't i think that might have been part of the issue previous with the arena football league is is it's one thing to try and get people who are already interested it's another to try and grow your sport based on like casual viewership and how can you bring it like that's how i found out about arena football casual viewership you know mm-hmm. we happen to be there oh oh it's arena bowl it's on abc okay well we'll watch it there's nothing else to do like that that that's the part that worries me and not just for arena football but for for spectator sports kind of across the board everybody's okay. thinking all right yeah no i had nothing on that one <laughs> well, well no, no no but no it's it's i mean it's there's just there's, there's a again there's just the league wanted to the, the arena league wanted to do this type of stuff. There were stuff talks of them broadcasting on DraftKings TV. Is that what it is? DraftKings TV? Or that's something something thing. to that effect? <laughs> so that's why they created their own network. You know, if anybody knows it, it wasn't, you know, the last arena bowl, it wasn't it wasn't the ESPN uh graphics, it was their own. So it's I I you gotta be you have to make it watchable. You know, I, I still think one of the coolest things that the Arena League ever did was signing that contract with Twitter and having five games on Twitter. That was so cool. And it was worldwide. It wasn't geocached. It, you know, it wasn't depending on where you were located. You could watch it wherever you wanted. That was cool. When they did it on uh, on Facebook t- on Facebook Live, that was cool too. But it's it's always going to be a part of the conversation. So when they say they have something lined up, I'm really curious to know what what it's going to be. You know, this isn't is this going to be a fly by night thing or our startup thing? You know, uh, uh, Mark Cuban and his uh, was it HDNet? That was that what it was called when he first started? Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. So will they all be web based? I don't think so. You need to have a you need to have an actual national contract. But again, I. I don't. Nobody's going to pay. Nobody's going to pay rights for the AFL to start. You know, like the CFL has hard enough time. I mean, I'm curious on what's going to happen with that. With they, TSN, they, and, they could take the uh, again, not to piggyback off of the uh, NWHL PHF, but then there's other spectator sports wrestling that are doing this, but go the Twitch route. And mm-hmm. but I think you also have to balance it when like with the commissioner who's saying, you know, if you play if you're a player, you're gonna play for the arena football league, you're gonna make more money than you well, he didn't say this specifically, but he pretty much said it. You're gonna make more money than if you're playing for any of these other independent indoor football leagues, right? Mm-hmm. And is there do they generate enough revenue on Twitch or whatever. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what players in the PHF make, 
I know they pay their PA announcers way too much, but you know, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> they pay him. It's just weird. Um, it would all be based on uh, community because PHF built on this subscription service that is not out is outside like a streaming thing where you can pay someone a different tier of amount of money a month for different unlocks and different things and that goes right to well twitch takes a certain percentage but they were making so much that they were getting a hell of a ton of money which only increased when they went to espn but they still keep keep the international markets on twitch so they're still making money from that the, well, so is that the, like like fcf what the the FCF fan control of football does the exact same thing. I mean, yeah, kind of. They're I, on Twitch, kind of, and you have the, you also have the, uh, and I've been in the rooms when they first start broadcasting on Twitch. A lot of interaction and a lot of people, and it was very, very low toxicity. I will say, in those rooms, people just fans of the game wanting to help spread that word and get the more eyes on it. I would assume that the AFL has a better name to start if this is a hypothetical. I have no idea if this is even, you know, manageable. Has a higher what's the word I'm looking for? More name Exposure. recognition. Yeah, they have more name recognition no, to start I agree. that way. If, if that way more than the NWHL PHF did. I mean, sure, it's grown since then, but I could see it working that way if they had no other, but I'm assuming if they said they have they have line they have something lined up that it isn't going to be Twitch. <laughs> well, I think I think I have the answer here. It's it's actually really simple. The answer is is that we're going to have to stay tuned and stay tuned to ArenaFan.com to figure all of this out. <laughs> <laughs> but, good story. Good point. You like that? Oh, that it's almost point. like I've been doing this for a bit. <laughs> But uh, well, when you figure it out, you let me know, huh? Uh, Okay. But we are coming up against the clock, so I do want to say, you know, thanks, Tim, for coming on. Uh, I look at it this way: once there's more news, that just means we have to bring you back again. Oh yeah. I I think I think Tim's Tim's pushing for the record most most Stadium Journey podcast appearances. He's 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 neck and neck with Andrew Bowes. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, you could talk about the Alouettes at Arena Football, so he's got a little bit of unfair advantage. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's true. The more, the more the barrier. Yeah, yeah. I I gotta tell you, uh, I got my start writing for ArenaFan.net back in two thousand and one, uh, and I don't know if I ever, if I never went over, found that site, and wrote for the New Jersey Gladiator. Don't know if I'd be here. So we always have room for Arena Football. And hopefully, hopefully, next time you come back, we'll have sixteen teams to talk about. Completely, yeah. something. It's it, it, it's just mind-boggling, and I know we didn't talk about it this time, but uh, I'm sure once we, hopefully, some more information will come out about salaries and contracts. It's one thing I, I was hoping that we could talk about. I know we didn't get get enough time to do so, but that'll be an interesting topic in itself. So, Tim, thanks for coming on. Uh, Pimp out your your social media, your sites. I mean, it's not like you don't have anything going on. You got only a thousand <laughs> things going on. Yeah. So where can the where can the good people find you? Yeah, uh, 
enterprises uh, you can you can find me on twitter that's at repack that's r-e-p-p-a-c-t and uh all the new stuff hopefully just that we're going to get check out arenafan.com um we as I say we just launched the the new our, our first first podcast in almost four years but check out on any of the socials including uh, youtube uh, if you want to listen to the uh, the hour long conversation with the new commissioner from the CFL, uh, from CFL, wrong league, from the yeah. AFL, and if you like a Canadian ball, uh, just uh, check us out the other podcast at Alouette's Flight Deck. It's uh, Alouette's FL Deck. Basically, the same thing on all our socials. But head over to uh, AlouetteSFlightDeck.ca for all links to all of our socials, shop, and all of our archive that we have for all of our shows coming up. Uh, we're currently in our eighth season of broadcasting, and we're really uh, we're really looking forward to what's coming up. Nice, nice. Uh, happy guy, Dan. What do you got going, and where can we follow all those happy adventures? Not a damn thing, Dan Line eighty three. Mister Mister P A P B. What do you got coming up, and where can we follow that? Wow, it's weird being on this side of it, man. <laughs> Oh, coming up. Let's see. We're finishing up the hockey season at Brown with Senior Day this week. Uh, actually, Thursday, just found out I'm going to check out the new Toscano Family Arena on the campus of the University of Connecticut. Their brand new state-of-the-art 2,600-seat venue. So that's very exciting. Um, where else am I going? We got the Boston Pride finishing up their season in a couple of weeks. And then it's on to the playoffs. They just announced that... Um, for the first round of the playoffs, the semifinals will be best out of three series. One hosted in Toronto. I'm not sure exactly where. And one hosted in Boston. They're going to be the top two seeds. The Boston series is going to be held at the brand new Bentley Arena. So that's exciting, too. So lots of stuff going on. I'm all over the place. Um, follow my adventures at Puckman RI. All right. And uh, college basketball hunter, Mark Viquez. <laughs> what do you got coming up and where can people follow you? Uh, I have the IUPUI Jags. I'm either going to do, uh, I'm going to probably do this Saturday versus Youngstown State. Are you allowed oh. to call them IUPUI instead of Ui Pui? Ui Pui, the Jags. I play at the fairgrounds, which, uh, you know, they, they don't attract as much as the Indy Fuel hockey team. But yeah, I've been doing a lot of college basketball, Xavier, Cincinnati, Indiana State, Butler. Been a lot of fun. It's kind of fun mixing it up. So you can follow all my adventures on Ballpark Hunter on Twitter, or check out my videos and subscribe to my channel on YouTube, Ballpark Hunter as well. Okay, and as for me, uh, we got some Laurier Golden Hawks basketball coming up playoffs, playoffs, and then my annual review of the Toronto Maple Leafs coming up, and then uh, the official review of the Kitchener Rangers also coming up. So you can follow all of that at. Fan 9 and of course make sure you hit the new and improved Stadium Journey website stadiumjourney.com uh check out all like there's literally I get I get email notifications there's literally like six or seven college baseball reviews that are are hitting a day every day like my phone's blowing up left yes. right and center so there's lots <laughs> yeah. of old stuff getting moved over and and looking spiffy new so make sure you Make sure you see that. Check out the podcast. We'll be back in two weeks. And I'm going to say that we're going to do some reviews because there's been a lot going on that we haven't really talked about. 
I, I know for me, I mean, I've been, I've been to Texas since then. So it's time to, uh, to, to put the journey back in stadium journey once again. So thanks Tim for joining us for Tim, Paul, Dave, Mark, Dan, anyone else who's listening. Thanks for coming out and uh, hope you have some safe journeys. We'll see you on the road real soon. 